So seven months ago, I left my six figures, nine to five executive job with the government of Canada to pursue my goal and dream of becoming my own boss and coach consultant to the masses. Do I regret it? Stay tuned to find out. Hello out there and welcome to this week's episode of On The Level Leadership. This is going to be a personal one this week because I want to share with you my experience of having left my nine to five. We are in the great resignation right now. Everybody and his uncle seems to be talking about leaving their nine to five job to pursue their dream job, dream career, dream consulting, dream coaching business. And I'm a part of that great resignation. I decided that I had had enough with the burnout and the non-ending hours of work that was causing my physical demise. Frankly, I was getting sick from it, physically ill from it, as well as mentally ill from it. So I decided it was time for me to go and do what I really want to do. And the reality is, is I've been thinking about doing this for several years now. This is not new to me to want to be a coach or to go into business for myself. And I spent probably the better part of the last four to five years before my retirement, you know, drinking wine out in the backyard with my husband and talking about how I needed to escape the the work and the place that I was in. Because even prior to COVID, you know, working in senior leadership roles and eventually becoming an executive in the government of Canada, I mean, it's great for some folks really love it. I, I struggled with it because for me, I value things like time and I value I value my family and I value vacations and I value travel and I value peace of mind and my evenings to myself. And I wasn't getting that anymore. So I decided I would leave. You may be asking, well, was this like a knee jerk thing? Did you just like up and quit? No, I actually took a lot of time to consider this. And I'm sharing this with you because you might be in the same situation. You may be thinking, holy crap, you know, I want to leave my nine to five job. And, but I have this six figure golden handcuff and I don't know how to get out of it because I, I, you know, I got bills to pay. So I want to start off by saying that my departure from my job really is coming from a place of privilege. And the reason I say that is because I worked for 18 years in a federal civil service that had a fantastic pension plan. Because I wasn't 50 when I left the government of Canada yet, I could draw the whole thing out. That enabled me the space, the room, if you will, to grow my business without the stress of finances. I have some money put aside that I am basically borrowing from my retirement to build this business. That was my plan. And it wasn't a plan that I took lightly and it's not one I made on my own. I have a husband, I have a family, I have three kids. So I had to really plan this out properly. And so I had many conversations with the husband around how we would manage our finances, what would our budget look like. And so I did all of that analysis and then decided it was time for me to leave. While I miss the stability of a consistent paycheck, (laughs) I do not miss the environment. When somebody asks me, am I happy doing what I'm doing? The answer is absolutely. The clients I currently have are amazing. I love working with them. They are an amazing bunch of people. And I really do appreciate them being a part of my life right now. And I look forward to many, many more clients that I can serve over the years. So I don't regret leaving the job so that I can do that kind of work and doing the transformational stuff, like seeing the aha moments and really challenging people's thought processes and helping them work through blocks or doing a bit of a crisis management call with somebody. All of that is 
super powerful for me as a coach because it makes me believe and feel and be rooted in the notion that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I wasn't meant to push papers in a bureaucracy. I was meant to help people manage their pain, their frustration, their challenges. And being a coach was the next logical step for me. So do I regret leaving from that perspective? Absolutely not. I do miss the people. I miss the people I worked with, the socialness of a work environment. When you're your own boss, it's you and you, right? Until I have a team and I'm not quite there yet to need a whole team of people, I can still manage things on my own at this point in, in the game. And of course that will change in the months to come. If things I have in the fire land, <laughs> uh, I might find myself really busy really quick and have to outsource things. But right now I'm able to manage it. The thing is, is that I do miss that social connection. But you know what I'm doing in lieu of that is I'm connecting with people that I otherwise didn't have time to talk to before. I'm connecting with people, meeting them for lunch and having a chat about how their lives are and, you know, do they need help in this way in any way, shape or form? It's not about looking at your friends as clients so much, but it's really about establishing new friendships and really confirming the people that you love being around. So I love that piece of this, right? It's awesome to be able to manage my friendships and my time in a way that is much more me. Being in an executive role, I had to be up early to be able to go to early calls and I would have to work late, oftentimes well after dinner time. And there was no balance there, no time for me and my family. And I found myself kind of strung out and burnt out and exhausted at the end of every day and really had nothing left to offer anybody. And so being able to do this kind of work where I am right now allows me to start my day a little later. I realized very quickly into this that I'm not a morning person. I like to start my day around 9.30 in the morning, 10 o'clock, and then I go until four, five o'clock if I want, and then I stop. There's a lot more flexibility. If my kids need me, I can go and help them. If I need to address a family matter or my dog gets sick, which she's been lately, then I can do that as well. So this allows me that flexibility, and I only have to check in with this boss right here, and she can be a bitch sometimes, but you know, I keep her in check. <laughs> so I do not regret leaving from that perspective. Do I have some tips and tricks for all of you out there who may be thinking about leaving their nine to five? Absolutely. The first thing I'm gonna tell you is make damn sure you have a plan. Make damn sure you have a plan. Do not leave your nine to five, especially if you're in the six figure mark without having a plan. So if you're a coach consultant and that's what you wanna do when you leave your job, do not think for a second that being an executive somewhere means that you're gonna be able to coach to massive success as soon as you leave. That's not how that works. You have to build the business side. So coaching is one piece, consulting is one piece, and then you've got your business develop on, on the other. And unless you've built businesses before, this is gonna be a steep learning curve. And that's where I was at the very beginning of this. And I'm still learning as I go through this. And the coaching side will be easy for you because you've been doing it with your employees forever. And maybe you've received some training on how to coach properly. And that's gonna be easy for you. But this part here, the business development side, not so simple. So you wanna make sure that you have enough cash in the bank a cash flow identified either working with a third party consulting firm so that you can actually land a couple of contracts while you're building your own practice and learning the ropes. You're making money. So there's no desperation. There's no frustration. You're not panicking about money that because if you're panicking about money and you get desperate, your, your clients are going to sniff that from you. The minute you talk to them, if you're desperate about cash, you're never going to get a client because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to sense that off of you like a shark in the water with a blood drop and they're gonna like push you away. So you wanna make sure that if you're a consultant or a coach, you're not coming from a place of desperation. Have a financial plan. And what I mean by financial plan is, the common thinking is have four to six months of salary. 
Make sure that you have enough money that if you needed to, you can either top up your partner's salary or pay for the bills for one to two years. Do not think for a second that building a business is easy because it is not. And I don't care what all the gurus tell you out there, all the lead generating commercials you see and how you can make five figures, 10 figures, six figures in a month, like tomorrow. That is utter bullshit. When you first start your company, it's going to be a bit of a drudge. You're going to have to market yourself. You're going to have to have conversations. You're going to have to learn how to have sales conversations. You're going to have to learn how to really tag into people's desires and needs so that you can address them and, and be in service to people. You have to learn how to be in service to people. So you're not selling, you're actually just helping them out, solve a problem. You have to learn that part of it. So if you leave your six, nine to five, six figure job to jump into consulting on your own without a plan, you're going to fail sorry. So have a plan. Talk to your financial advisor, talk to your partner, run the numbers of your household, figure out how much money you need, then plan 20, 30, 40% on top of that because things come up. Dogs get sick, cars get broken, washing machines fail, and you got to go out and buy stuff and you have no money to do it with. So make sure you plan and then have a contingency to that plan. The second thing is mindset. When you first leave a big job to start something for yourself, Mindset's important. I started working on my mindset well before I left. I hired my own personal coach in May of uh, 2021. And in that time from May 2021 to the time I left my government job in January, that entire time I worked on my mindset with her. So again, um, if you're going to go into the coaching consulting world, I would recommend that you find yourself a coach slash mentor who can help you, who's walked this path. And she being my coach is also a, co a former colleague of mine who did exactly this. She left the civil service, did the whole coach training thing, became a personal coach. And so that's a leadership coach. And so that's what I wanted to do. And so finding someone that you can emulate, that you can pick a brain on, that you can use as a, as a, an accountability partner who can check your mindset, who can work with you on the next steps of your life is super key. And I'm going to say that if you hire a coach that doesn't have a coach, don't hire that coach because they either have to have a coach or have recently had a coach because if they don't value coaching for themselves, they're not a great coach to have in your life. Just putting it out there. And if you've been an employee your entire life, let me tell you something. <laughs> Entrepreneurship is an eye opening experience. It is full of anxiety. It is full of stress and has its own challenges. And you really do need to have the right mindset to get over things like failure, to get over things like worrying about what other people think about you. You need to be comfortable in yourself. You have to grow your confidence. You have to be able to work through things, even so you have fear associated with it. This is a big deal. And when you're an entrepreneur, you're essentially you yourself. That's it. It's just you. So, you know, you've got to figure out a way to get yourself up in the morning and get going on the things you need to do and to stay motivated. So having a coach or a mentor is really, in my mind, an integral part of being able to do just that. The final thing I'm going to say about all of this is the issue of timing. There will never be a perfect time to make a decision or to leave your nine to five. There just is never going to be a good time. That said though, there are, there are times and seasons in our lives. So if you have a lot of really competing priorities, you know, you've got, you're handling an elderly parent issue, or you've got a parent who's dying right now in hospice or whatever, whatever the situation, 
Timing is never perfect for you to make a decision on these kinds of things, but do align yourself so that you can at least position yourself to be more successful. So when I left in January, everyone around me at that point in the game was fairly healthy. We sold our second vehicle so we could reduce our expenditures that way. And we made some, we made some financial decisions to kind of make our lives more simple and easier to manage while I left. So that when I left in January, it wasn't like stepping off a complete cliff. It was jumping off a cliff, but there was a ledge below me that I could stand on for a period of time before I took the next jump. So it's not like I just was jumping into the abyss into nothingness. If you are thinking about leaving your nine to five, by all means, if you think this is the right thing for you and it feels right, do it. Most perfect time is always now when it comes to these kinds of decisions, but do it. But make sure that you set yourself up for success by having a plan and making sure you have the right mindset so that when things get tough, you can get through it and you can work your way through those tough times. Anyway, that's it for this week. I um, just wanted to share a little something about my story and I hope that it helps you out. If you're on the fence about trying to figure out whether you want to leave your nine to five, I get it. I've been there and I did that for like eight months, thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. And it was when I was on stress leave that it, the decision was kind of made for me that I had to do this. But all to say, it can be done. It is worth it. I don't regret a moment of this. And I know that 10 years from now, when I look back on this, I know that this is going to be the best decision I ever made for myself. Anyway, that's it for this week, folks. Thank you for being here again. If you got anything out of this video on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe the video. And if you're on the podcast and you enjoyed this content, make sure you follow the podcast because I am here every week talking about leadership and coaching content to help you be the best leader you can be so that you can grow in your career. Until next week, folks, take care, stay safe.